Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's up? It's the after party. Jeff Hartman, Deputy Dave Schofield, Brian Anthony Davis, just trying to stay awake through this one, it looks like. Brian is. He's bobbing his head finally. He's with us. He's live. Thank you guys for joining us in the after party. As we welcome some people in, uh, a reminder, the best way you can help the program is to like our videos on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, set up your notifications so that you never miss a show. And then also make sure that if you're on audio platform, especially iTunes, give us a good comment. Give us a four-star rating if you really like the content. Uh, and follow us on any platform, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, you name it, we're there. Just search Steelers. So, gentlemen, are you ready for the after party? Yeah, I'm a little confused, though. I thought we discussed earlier that because of uh, coronavirus that we were going to do this in front of no audience. And now we've got a live audience. <laughs> I see we've got 25 in here. Ty, Michael O'Malley, Jesse George, they're they're already in the live chat. Kathy's Kathy. here. You know, Kathy's so, here. I mean, I thought we were going to go like the WWE and just go like in front of nobody. By the way, trying to watch wrestling right now when they're just out. <laughs> with no crowd and they're just talking it's just and it's echoing they're like they're in an empty room it's it's pouring now they're yeah. gonna do wrestlemania that way i'm like no just cancel uh, it well people are filing in steeler fan 74 nap 1963 is here for the party i like how kathy the past few weeks said hey this has been a a nice reprieve from the bad news of COVID-19. I don't want to get off on such a bad start. We do want to talk about this a little bit. I Here's where this came from. So in the morning, I, I get up and I work out. That's my routine. I stick to my routine, even when I'm, I'm working from home. And so I'm on my phone, I'm on the treadmill and what comes popping up a notification on Facebook stating the Pittsburgh pirates are holding a watch party. Watch the 2013 Wild card game versus the Cincinnati Reds. And I was like, uh, and I clicked on it. And I started watching. Sorry. Exactly. I started watching Luriano <laughs> dealing in the first inning. And I'm like, oh, man, this is. And that's why I'm wearing my Mission October shirt tonight. Because this is supposed <laughs> to be opening day. And although we talked about it before and how baseball definitely lacks the luster of the NFL and other sports now, it, it's tough. It's these commissioners NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball, and the Olympics have already been pushed back to 2021, so we can take that off the off the table. But they are tasked with a really, really difficult situation. So let's talk about Sidney Crosby, Pittsburgh Penguin Center and captain, best player in the league by far, no, no doubt about it. Anyone that says Alex Ovechkin can leave right now. Um, he said that he thinks when the NHL returns, which they are going to return supposedly, they should go straight into the playoffs. Now the NBA, I haven't heard anything from them. I'm not, I don't know what the baseball is going to do. Are they going to shorten their season? Guys, if you're the commissioner of these leagues, how do you handle this difficult task of returning and losing so much of your season? The NFL is fine right now. They, they're not missing anything other than some awkwardness with pre-draft visits. But Brian, if you are the commissioner, what are you doing? Nothing. I wait. Well, I but wait. Like, okay, so let's say we are. <laughs> you still gonna have a plan. Here's the What's thing. your plan? What's your plan? That was a Dave answer. Ah, wait. <laughs> you know what? And you just have the guy like screw everybody. I'm doing it this way. But you know what? It's just it's. We were talking 
you know, before the show about uh, other stuff and plans that we have to do. I was on a meeting beforehand with uh, plans on how we're going to reschedule everything and start. It's just, I'm one of those guys and I'm usually not, this is just not my persona here, but if my real, if you take the bad hat off and you just become playing Brian Anthony Davis, I don't want to go out places. I don't want anybody going anywhere. They closed the Appalachian Trail. And one of the reasons they closed the Appalachian <laughs> Trail is because too many people were going there. And then there was like, because there's so many people and that's not social distancing. And really, uh, you, you can't you can't break it. I live with a son that has a uh, the, that has immunity problems because of what he has. He, ha- he has Lyme disease. I know that might not be that serious to people, but his immunity is down. So he's sick a lot. And he's missed over 30 days of school this year. And and that doesn't include, you know, the uh, the quarantine. So for me, it's like I'm trying to keep them as far away from everybody. And I'm like Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm the old hermit saying, let's try to stay in as much as we possibly can. Jeff has no idea oh what gosh. you're talking about. <laughs> Besides that. So, okay, I, I sympathize with your son. You I, know who your, I know who your son is. But no, you have to have a plan in place. For a soup, I think every depending when it is, I think every single commissioner, you gotta have a plan, right? Right, I think every single commissioner is looking at a set of scenarios if games start May 1. So, this thing is not, but by the way, if anyone is smart enough to do your own research, you know that this virus has been here a lot longer than what was being reported. That it's just not, it's not just now getting to the United States, it's been here probably since like December, anyways. Um, it's going to it's going to continue to rise but if they say to the point of hey may is when people are going to say like we're, we can start doing things again what is your plan when do you have to get the season over by and how are you doing this let's start off with let's leave baseball out of it cuz baseball is just starting a season what if you're basketball or hockey and brian is just shelter shelter in place for the rest of his life dave what are you doing i'm not in shelter for the rest of my life i mean i i'm in shelter for a reason though <laughs> No, I mean, say there no. isn't a reason. This is completely hypothetical. No. No. And I was just hoping that you would give so Dave, whether, Dave can give us a whether it's May crazy. one or June one. I mean, you're going to get to a point where you where you've got to look at it two different ways. You've got to look at it like let's say I'm going to say NHL. I'm going to use that as an example right now. You've got to look at it to say we've got to do something. If we can't get back to playing by X date, then we're not even having playoffs. Okay, uh, I mean, what if it's July one, Jeff? What if it's July one? There is a cutoff date for sure. For sure, there's yeah. a cutoff date. So, I mean, just because I don't think anyone wants, it. and and it's not that we're not going to get back to something, some of normalcy before that, but things are going to come back in reverse order as what we lost them. So, in other words. Large sporting events was one of the first things to, to start to go that and schools and things like that. Those are going to be the last things that come back in. You know, we're going to be able to, to, to go eat at a restaurant before those things, just because that's, you know, the, the order that things disappear to the order at the reverse order, they're going to come back. So do, do they, if they can play, but not in front of fans, do they want to do it? That's a decision you're going to have to make. Okay. If you can play in front of fans, but you can only sell one third of your seats and, you know, and spread people out more still, do you want to do that? I don't think it's worth it, but I say, let's say, let's say they turn around and say, 
oh yeah, we we can we can start up by 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 May first. I would like to say, do they just do you lock in the playoffs with where everyone's ranked now? If you come back and say we're going to have everyone play the last five games of their season just to get you ready for the playoffs, that could change who's in and who's out. Um, that's really that's a really difficult call. That's a really difficult call, and that's why I'm glad that that's above my pay grade because because <laughs> I couldn't do that. So okay, I'll 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 play ball. All right. Oh wow! Welcome I'll to the party. Ball. Okay. So by the Debbie way, Downer. Yeah. <laughs> Topics a downer, Jeff. No, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a hypothetical. Party. I could give you a clear-cut plan for what I would do. Yeah. Okay, but because well, I have a question about a uh, question for you, then Jeff. Okay, all right. About here's, here's the thing: you have to come up with a cutoff date. But yeah, I think we all agree you, on that. You can't have. Uh, they're not going to bring fans in there. If you're going to, if you're going to do it, and I was talking about how boring the WWE is right now with no fans. I think hockey would be more fun to watch. I think any sport would be more fun to watch that doesn't really include the crowd. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if they come back, let's just talk, talk hockey. So if hockey comes back, comes back for two weeks, just say we're playing the last two weeks of your schedule. Like Dave said, we're going to have a two week warm up for, we're not locking the playoffs. It's going to be a two week scramble to make the playoffs. And then we'll lock them in. So we're cutting the regular season down to two weeks left. Then the playoffs start right after that. My question to you, Jeff, is to think about with your answer, do you cut down the number of games in a series? No. If anything, I would cut the number of teams that make the playoffs because both basketball and NHL have a ridiculous number of teams that make the playoffs, which makes the playoffs itself that much longer. And so that would be really, boy, that would go over like a lead balloon um, saying, okay, instead of eight, you basically teams, cut the first round. Yeah. Instead of eight teams, we're cutting down to six. We're going to cut off a whole round. I wouldn't change the duration of the, of the, uh, of the actual, you know, games, I, I think there's going to come a time where, it, like you said, Brian, they could at least play with into an empty arena. I, yeah. I think that's going to be sooner than later. Let's I'll put it that way, um, because you know the, the nature of this thing is unique. But at the same time, it's going to come to the point where they're like, well, life's going to have to kind of resume at some point. And if sporting events is one of those things that are starting to become ushered back in, I could see them saying, look, we're going to play no fans. Um, <laughs> we'll just have you all watching out on the big jumbotron out in the parking lot. <laughs> Just <laughs> social distance. Yeah, that's yeah. really social distance. <laughs> yeah, can't do that. I'm gonna Come try on. to keep my personal opinions about the situation to myself, but I think that you know, for like, okay, let's say May one, they decide NHL comes out and says May one, we're starting back. I think you give the teams like a week, a week and a half of like, almost like a mini training camp. And you let them get back into shape because that's something that ha- people forget too. Is like these players, whether NBA or NHL, even baseball. I mean, my gosh, baseball is such a timing sport, hitting, throwing pitchers, preparing their arms. I mean, my goodness, you you just put an end to that. You got to let them ramp back up. You can't just throw them out there and say, yep, all right, guys, go go at it. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it happens. Um, I I think for for me, I would be really disappointed if they say we're just going to can it. But I do agree with you guys that there has to be a cutoff, that there's got to be a time that you say, look, 
if we're going to start our next hockey season in October and we're going to get through free agency, but how do you have free agency? Does this year count as a year of, you know, it does this count as a year and then a free agent stays or it's, it, it's, it's unique situation. We've never been through this before. And so these sports, which are meaningless in the grand scheme of things, we all agree on that. It, people care about them. And that's just the plain fact of the matter. So I don't know. You know what? I'm I'm thinking this though. Let's uh, you know, the NBA's worse with this, but the uh two two uh off games, off days because of games. You're gonna have to sacrifice a little bit as far as the television schedule and not let the television schedule dictate what happens. Like, cause sometimes the Penguins will play on a Monday and then the, they won't play again until Thursday. Yeah. There might be two off games because they call it a travel day, but you're going to have to reduce some of that too. I'm not saying back to back nights like baseball does. Cause I mean, I, you could, you could do back to back nights. It's done in the regular season, but that might, that might be stretching a little bit, but don't go crazy. Like if you have to put three games on a night, four games on a night instead of three and have them on different networks, do that. Baseball is in a good spot. I think they could always just cut their season down to be fine. I mean, 162 is a lot of games anyways. I don't think anyone would complain if they say, all right, we're going to cut it down to 100. Everyone's going to oh. play a 100-game schedule. I mean, I think people I think should have that. That's awesome. <laughs> an 82-game season like hockey, I'd be like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just, just throwing it out there, I didn't want to get into the whole coronavirus, like personal opinions on it and yeah, if I could because. jump in, Jeff, real quick, because <laughs> what I'm just going to say is like, yeah. look, this is just my opinion. I don't begrudge anybody for saying, hey, you know, we should be out there. This is overblown. But you got to understand the other people that are worried about different things that have you don't know the situation with every family. Absolutely. Man. My, my son has three autoimmune diseases, buddy. I, I know exactly what you're going yep. through. So, um, but hey. That's not what the after parties to be bad. I wanted to get that discussion because I'm really, I really love opening day. Like I've always loved opening day. Opening day has always been special to me. Um, I grew up playing baseball. I played all through high school. I still play softball. I still just love the game. And, you know, like I said, you, sports are not that important, but at the same time, it, it is important. I mean, we we do care about this. Heck, we we make a living kind of off of the Pittsburgh Steelers and doing these podcasts and writing for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and Vox Media and and SB Nation. So it is it, it is it's there. We'll just put it that way. So um, Deputy Dave and Brian Anthony Davis, do you have anything for the good of the order tonight? Any topics you want to cover for the after party? I was going to let Brian go if he. Brian got anything. Yeah, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say gosh. Brian wants to he wants more XFL trivia. Um yeah. oh gosh, I got I got slammed for USF. Well you said let's have even more fun. I'm like, <laughs> having more fun is assuming that you're having fun to begin with. I love <laughs> the USFL. I bet you, without looking at anything, I could probably name most every team from that inaugural season. I mean, it's just I love because I was 11 and 12 when, when the USFO came out, I followed those guys and that league was fun because that league had huge names. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but the first pick in the draft in 1984 was actually traded and ended up being Irving Fryer. 
because the Cincinnati Bengals had the first pick in the draft. And the reason they traded it, because they could not convince Steve Young. But if they would have had the first pick in the draft, they would have had Steve Young from the beginning. So that would have been really interesting to see mm. Steve Young. The, the, the USFL. I mean, it was amazing. You had all these guys, Herschel Walker, uh, all these guys jumping. And that the NFL was like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? And this, then they, they actually had a draft. They, the NFL had a draft of those players. And I just read this recently because I was like watching documentaries on the USFL. I don't know why. That's how much this was. Before That's how much quarantine. you need live sports right now, right? Yeah, that was actually before the quarantine. But I mean, it, it's fascinating. The caliber of players that draft that that 84 NFL draft was really bad because of so many guys that weren't available because they jumped for huge contracts. Steve Young signed a $40 million contract um, before he even played the game. It was uh, absolutely incredible. Yeah, that, that's kind of, people forget about that. Young fans didn't realize that even just a few years ago in the NFL. I mean, how many times do we have, have to write a report about rookies that were holding out because they wanted more money? It was Sam Bradford, I think, that was the last quarterback that cashed in on a huge oh. contract as a rookie, and that's kind of what broke the camel's back, and that's why in the previous CBA they put in the rookie pay scale. And people forget Ben Roethlisberger sat out. Anyone remember that? No. It wasn't that, it wasn't that long, though. It, no, it was, but he did not report to camp on time because he didn't have a contract. He wanted more money. And I'll never forget that when he reported to training camp, here comes Bill Cower up there in a straw hat and shook his hand up in the bleachers. And I remember it was a big day for me. I was like, yes, he's finally there. They finally got a deal but done. That was to yeah, be expected had... back then. Your rookies didn't yeah. show up to camp. On yeah. First round. Was, first round. Was, round was, on it. Yeah. That, I mean, that was always the big question. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad that they don't, you know, and if you're going to pay that much money, there's a delicate balance because, you know, a lot of people are saying after Todd Gurley got cut, you know, Saquon Barkley needs to get to his second contract really quick because they're doing running back so dirty. Because now you're not making the the big money until you're you're done your first deal. But I mean, I don't know. I'm glad it's not what it used to be, but I still don't know that it's it's where it should be right now. You know what? Um, back to what Jeff said, I did not. I must have forgotten that Ben Roethlisberger held out because I know he played in the second preseason game against Houston. But there was actually a Steeler, a number one draft pick of the Steelers in the modern era that held out so long. He went to Montreal of the CFL instead of signing with the Steelers. He ended up playing with the Steelers, and it's a name you might recognize. You possibly reckon a lot of people in the live chat would, but in 1982, their excuse me, 1981, their number one draft pick was a guy named Keith Gary. Yep, defensive end. And, and Keith Gary ended up playing in uh in Montreal before he came here. Hmm. I didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. Is that just one of the many changes? Dave, what about you? I mean, you have anything for the good of the order? I mean, we've Brian's just kind of killed the buzz of the after party. I mean, I don't know between talking about how how we're getting back to life and cut off dates, and then we got to talk about the USFL and all that other stuff. It's like <laughs> I love the uh, 
Okay, let me ask you something. I don't, I don't even know what to. I, I don't even know where to go because I'm like, I don't. I really don't want to talk about any. I mean, I, I had another football related question, but I don't know that I wanted to go there. So that's because my. I'll be honest with you. My question was going to be right now. Current current Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, you'd have to do it over over Skype or Zoom or something like this because of our current state. If you could sit down right now and have a conversation with any one player on the team about football or about life, who would you pick? I know mine. Current Steeler. I think mine will surprise you guys. I'll let you go first, Brian. Wow. Um, you Can you go first if you, you have I'll one? Go first. Yeah. Go ahead and... I'll go first. Well, okay. he's wearing his 97. <laughs> yes. I I go. just think Cam Hayward is a neat guy. I think he's a fantastic player. I think he's the number two defensive in, interior defensive lineman in the in the NFL, and I still think he's underrated. So between that and his father and everything else, there's just so much to talk. You know, so much you you could information you could gather from him. I think that'd be great. See, for me, I'm going with the guy who could actually tell some good stories. You know, if you're going to Skype or have dinner with somebody, um, I'm going to go with Big Al, Al Villanueva, because Ooh, that's a good um, one. I would love to pick his brain as to his time in the academy as well, or at, at West Point, as well as serving for our country. And then I want to know what happened, like with the Eagles, like when the Eagles brought him in, and like what was that like? And who who came from Pittsburgh to talk to you and wanted to turn you into a tackle? I mean, do you think about that guy's story? I mean, there's probably someone that would read a movie script and say, <laughs> this did not actually happen, <laughs> you know? But I, I would take, I would dig big, big Al. What about you, Brian? All right. So I had it narrowed down to two. You helped me out with it. So thank you because big Al was in my top two, but I was probably leaning towards number 98. Vinny Vitivici, Vince Williams, I think is a fascinating guy. Mm-hmm. I love, I love reading this guy on Twitter. I think he's, uh, I would take him down a dark alley with me. Um, <laughs> cause yeah. I would take him down a dark alley with me before I took big Al. Um, so I, and we had that question last year, actually, this guy is, uh, I think he's a fascinating guy. He's so, I mean, if you want anybody He's the closest thing to Debo, who's going to tell you the truth on everything, whether you want to hear it or not. And he's, uh, but he has great insight. So uh, I'm going Vince Williams. Very good. So yeah, I, I put it on the live chat because we were kind of stalling there for a little bit. We didn't have any questions. And so I was like, all right, I didn't have any questions. We have some questions rolling in. Here we go. Joey says, who will win more games in 2020, Brady or Belichick? I think that's a Dave, great question. Got, I saw that one. Good. Um, <laughs> Let's let's go Brady. Let's um let's go Brady. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I I you're going to see, you're going to see how much quarterback play is going to make a difference down there. You're going to see how if Brady can can fit in with with Arians. I'm excited to see what offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich can do with with a solid quarterback. All right. What about you, Brian? You agree with Dave, or are you going Belichick? Wow, that's really tough. That's really tough. I want to say my head's saying Brady, but my heart's going. It's going to be Belichick just just for the fact that he is the kind of guy that could you could give him 
sand, rocks, and seaweed, and he's going to make a hell of a salad. You know, I mean, he's, he's going to make something good out of it. Uh, he, In fact, I still think if you had to pick who the uh, guy, and this is another, this is another debate, but who was more responsible? I think it was Belichick was more responsible for the Patriots of the last 20 years of the dynasty than Brady was. But I'm really anxious to see what Brady is going to do with these guys down in Tampa. And here's the thing that also comes out from this whole thing. I'm realizing with Brady going to Tampa that I don't hate Brady as much. In fact, I don't think I ever really hated Brady that much that I just hated the fact that it was the Patriots and he was a persecutor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think it was the combo really could despise the combo. It's the evil empire. I mean, it's yeah. they, you hated them because they were good and they stymied the Steelers so many times in big games. <laughs> I'm going to go with Belichick because remember when Bruce Arians and Ben worked together, that was when Ben could throw linemen off him and could make plays out of nothing, you know, and shed still two tackers, more than any other quarterback. More than any quarterback. Brady at 42 cannot do that. Brady has never been an elusive quarterback. He's going to die. He, <laughs> he, he's, he's capable and he has some great weapons down there with Mike Evans and um, Golson. No, not Golson. What, what's his name? Uh, who's the other receiver? Golson. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Goodwin. Goodwin. Yeah. So he, he, he has great receivers and great weapons down there. I just, I think he's been. I think he's going to be hurt. I think he's going to get hurt. I think he's going to be out of the lineup for a while. So I'll go with Belichick. You know what? Here. Can I jump in here? Because you now I'm inspired. Now, now I'm in after party mode. Oh right? I'm fired here up now. So here here's a question. We're getting, we're getting 2 a.m. bad now. <laughs> it goes back to the Steelers now. You we just talked about not hating Brady as much, maybe because because he's in Tampa. What Steeler in history would have you hated? more than anybody if he never wore the black and gold. Oh, I think we've talked about this. Um, I don't know. Did, I don't think we did. Joey Porter. Yeah, well, Joey Porter's obvious because he ran his mouth so much, but I honestly would have hated Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown's that guy that it, it's like Ray Lewis. Hey, you hated Ray Lewis. You hated the Ravens, but you had to understand that Ray Lewis is one of the best inside linebackers to ever put a helmet on, period. You know, everyone will say, well, Lambert, yeah, I'm not saying that he's better or that. He's one of the greatest inside linebackers ever play. When people watched Antonio Brown do the Tony toe tap on the sidelines, yeah, you would be furious. You would hate his guts. He'd do his stupid point the ball and drop it in your face. Like That stuff gets on your nerves. Steeler fans loved it, but that's that's who my guess is. What about you, Brian? You're gonna you're gonna not believe me, but I agree with you. I would have probably hated Heinz Ward. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah, another one. You, know, you, Ward yeah. you know what? We when we Baltimore, if you list Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh players that they hate more than anybody, he's been retired for a few years. He's gonna be on top of the list. They still hate Heinz Ward and everything he stood for. And we sit back and we're like, how could anybody? hate this guy. But when you see what he did with not the talent that ever, not the blue chip talent, he was more of a blue collar player and he did so much. And you're like, how is this guy doing this to us? I would have hated him, especially when he knocked one of my players up and got up and smiled. We loved it. 
but we would hate it if he was on yeah. another team. It, it, I think there was a mix of, it had to be a mix of talent and then the attitude. So if you look at the players that we listed, Heinz Ward, Joey Porter, Antonio Brown, they all had it. They had the talent and they had the attitude. So that's a good question, though. That's a good. One question. of my favorite all-time Steelers, but I don't think I'd like him if he was wearing anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Here's an off-the-wall question from I believe it was just me. Maybe I think that's who asked. Yeah, I'll put it on the screen. What is your favorite yes. Mark Wahlberg movie? <laughs> uh, Ryan Uh-oh. looking. For Ryan's things. leaving. He's getting his Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch album. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> I think you might be right, Jeff. What do uh, you have? Oh, uh, I just bought this poster. Uh, <laughs> just a, about a month ago. Boogie Nights. There you Boogie go. Nights is my all time favorite Mark. I, I like Mark Wahlberg. But a lot of people don't realize he was kicked out of the new kids on the block because he, like, uh, he stabbed or beat up a Puerto Rican guy when he was 15 and all messed up on pills. And uh, so it was just uh, he took a long time to get his stuff together. But when he finally did, uh, it wasn't until Boogie Nights came together where he became just a superstar in my eyes. Fantastic movie. Love that. Love that film. If you've never seen Boogie Nights, it's not a porno. It's just about a, a fantastic Weird time in the seventies in our lives. Watch Boogie Nights. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I like Mark Wahlberg's uh, comedy. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, the other guys. I've said this before. Is saying. one of, and that's something I did. I had never even heard of that movie coming out, but I, I quote that movie all the time. You know, it, it, part of it is Will Ferrell because Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg they definitely do complement each yeah, other. They're well. a great team. But at the same time, Mark Wahlberg with his pe- – I'm a peacock, man. I got to fly. I got to fly. <laughs> the Yankee Clipper where he shot Derek Cheater. So good. <laughs> and by the way, if you have Netflix, if you haven't, if you haven't checked out uh, Spencer Confidential, which is a movie that he did for Netflix, Mark Wahlberg did, if you like the action movies, um, kind of like the – I want to say cop and robber, but it's not really. It's a good watch. I'll say that. It's a good watch. One of his very, real quick, one of Mark Wahlberg's very first roles was in a movie called Renaissance Man, starring Danny DeVito. What was his name in that film? Hmm. You're never going to get it, but it's on your screen. Brian Anthony Davis. His name was Brian Davis. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Dave? What was your favorite Mark Wahlberg? Um, well, it, it's funny because I like his comedy as well. Uh, I was almost—I was really tempted to go with the movie, although he wasn't the star, but he was in it and was great in the movie. Uh, we love the movie Date Night, and his character is hilarious in that. You know, if just shirt up, um, if you haven't seen that movie where he's just Steve Carell's constantly trying to get him to put a shirt on. Um, but I'm going to have to go with. Um, the daddy's home movies. The, I just watched the second one last week. It wasn't the second one. Great, it's a Christmas <laughs> right. movie. It's fantastic with uh, with with uh, um, Band Aid um, or whatever. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? They, know. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to reach John Cena. 
Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it in August. I don't care. <laughs> I do listen to that song in August. Yes, yeah, I yeah, love that too. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm trying to think. There's some other Mark Wahlberg movies that I really like. I remember in high school going to see the movie Fear in, in the theater, um, you know, where he's the bad guy. So people talked about that in the live chat. You've never seen the movie Fear. That's so do you yeah. know? Actually, I like his brother too. Mm-hmm. Now, his brother's first Which movie. Which one? He only has like six brothers. Yeah, I'm talking. Uh, I mean, Movies. I should love the guy that makes the burgers because that's yeah, pretty. I, awesome. Hey, I was at Wahlburgers when I was when I was on vacation a few weeks ago. I I heard they have a pierogi burger in Pittsburgh. I'm not sure, but I've got to I've got to try that. Jeff's probably like, if it's not pierogi out of Tofurky, I don't want it. Oh, but um, <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. I'm sorry. Um, okay. But his his brother's first movie, um, Donnie. Yeah, a, a huge film. A very huge film was he was in the very first part of the movie, The Sixth Sense. Yes, he's the guy that killed Bruce Willis. Oh, I just spoiled it. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love he's not uh, even recognizable in that. I mean, you couldn't even tell that yeah, was you, him. You didn't know it was, it was crazy. Him. Yeah, I love on uh, Saturday Night Live too when they would make fun of Mark Wahlberg. Say hello to your mother. Oh. Say hello to your mother for me. Say hello to your mother. That was uh Sandberg. <laughs> Andy Sandberg would do that. And then then he came up to him. <laughs> oh, hey goat. How you doing, goat? Hey, say hello to your mother. <laughs> my son, oh, I just told my son today that Andy Sandberg had videos from Saturday Night Live, and he has no clue because one of Jeff's favorite shows is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Now my son is all into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, he, he wants to rename one of our dogs Cheddar. And uh, <laughs> so Cheddar, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's so he's so into Andy Samberg. And I'm like, my wife's like, why did you tell that tell him that? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to watch the episode where they have to where uh, Peralta and Amy have to go to Holt's house and dogs hit Cheddar. And they lose them. They lose him, and it's the whole scene where they're looking for him. <laughs> Peralta's like, "Don't worry, Cheddar. Here we come. Here we come, Cheddar. Here we come." Cheddar. <laughs> Just... <laughs> oh man, you guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. Oh, all right. Um, anything else with the goodly order? We went long on the preview, so I tried to keep the after party a little bit shorter. Does anyone else have anything? I I say, look, we have up to an hour. Let's just talk about Boogie Nights for the for the next twenty five minutes. I've never seen all. I've never seen all of it. I've seen parts of it. I've never seen all of it. Who whoever mentioned on the live chat the the last part of that is really scary to men. I mean the whole thing. I mean it's almost a morality play. What you what do you do? But the names in that in that film: Don Cheadle, Burt Reynolds, John C. Riley, um, just just to name a few, Heather Graham, um, just. It's it's about it's not really a porno. Um, it's close, but it's about that industry. And it was just Louis Guzman. I mean, it was just a great movie. I I love that film. In fact, I'm gonna go find my DVD player and watch it. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Dave, anything else? 
Uh, I'm good. You you guys are going Brooklyn line nine, so I just kind of have to oh, sit back and listen. Tony, Dave, if you're stuck at home and you have nothing else to watch, DVR is empty. I'm sure literally, I would enjoy it. Go and watch Brooklyn nine. You won't regret it. Start at the beginning because you want You don't want to miss anything. Oh, it's great. It is hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. So, all right. It's been a good after party. Started off a little slow, a little down in the dumps. Brian was a little Debbie Downer, just like the uh, Saturday Night Live sketch. And then uh, we get, we rebound. We puked and rallied. So there you go. Um, thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out next Thursday for another Steelers preview, another Steelers after party. Lance will be on tomorrow at some point for the Yeah, I Said It show. I have the Steelers burning question this week. Not sure what that'll be yet. I'll have to think of that. And then Sunday, the Homer and the Hater will be back. And then Monday, we roll back with the uh, Steelers Q&A with Brian and Tony. So make sure you check out all our shows, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We appreciate it. Don't forget to hit the like button. Tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you next week.